The Holy Gospel according to Luke. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them and the glory of the Lord shone round them and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. For see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace among those whom God favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. The Gospel of the Lord. You can be seated. The story of Jesus' birth starts with very particular details that are often overlooked. Words in the Bible are rarely wasted. There's a reason why the author used them. And when we read them, sometimes we wonder, why did they put these words in there? For example, at the beginning of Luke 2, it describes a registration imposed by Emperor Augustus. Now that is a key Detail in understanding the story and everything to know about Jesus. This detail identifies who was the ruler of the Roman Empire at the time. It was Caesar Augustus, also known as Octavian. He ruled from 27 BCE to 14 CE. His rule marked a time of supposed peace called the Pax Augusta, for which people celebrated Caesar and said that Caesar was a son of God, and Caesar was the savior of the world. That's the first step in understanding the story of Jesus and the details that surround his birth. When the angels announce that today a savior is born, that it's the Messiah, and that it's the Lord, those weren't new terms. 
Those were labels that were already being worn by someone else. Caesar Augustus, the Savior and the Lord of Rome. It's why I'm always confused when people assume that the Gospels aren't political documents, because it is profoundly political. From day one of Jesus' life, there was a challenge being made as to who can be Savior and Lord. There's no doubt that Caesar Augustus wielded power. He had the ability to call for a census that uprooted people from their lives and displaced them regardless of whether they were pregnant or not. It's under the reign of Caesar Augustus that Jesus is born. And from that moment on, a political challenge is being made. Who are you going to follow? Jesus or Caesar? Where are you going to place your hope? Who can offer you true peace? From the moment of Jesus' birth, God is challenging what power actually is and looks like. The world sees power and military strength and the ability to control and influence others. But Jesus' birth displays God's power through vulnerability. God's power is made perfect in weakness. How God comes into the world would also seem to be very important to the story. As if to say to us, this is where God is to be found. The great question people have always asked is, what is God? Who is God? Where is this God hiding? Because initially, God isn't really obvious to most people. The mystery that we celebrate at Christmas is saying that the divine has chosen to be in and among ordinary things. And that all becomes summed up now in the story and in the body of Jesus. Where is God being revealed? Not in the safe world, but at the edge, at the bottom among those where we don't want or expect to find God, where we don't look for God. God could have chosen to come into the world through a nice, well-established family, you know, a married couple, perhaps with a couple of kids already that prove that they're not rotten parents. Instead, Jesus is born to unwed parents and a young teenage mom. God could have chosen to announce the arrival of the only begotten son to religious authorities, to priests, to people with spiritual training who could vouch for and verify God's presence. But instead, God sends the announcement to shepherds, people working out in the fields with animals on the outskirts of civilization. God could have chosen to be born in a palace or a temple, or up in the mountains closer to the heavens. Instead, Jesus is born and placed in a feeding trough, identifying himself as food from the very beginning. 
his newborn body already connected to an eternity of spiritual nourishment, broken and given for you over and over again. Jesus is born so that God can be with us. God has come to us in Jesus so that we may come to God through Jesus. Thanks be to God for this miracle of incarnation. Thanks be to God for the mysterious union found in Jesus, fully God and fully human. Thanks be to God for true power displayed in vulnerability. Merry Christmas. Amen.